Welcome to ICA Podcast 9. The goal of ICA Podcast 9 is to provide insightful information about the industry to members and non-members of Intercoiffure America Canada, the voice for salon owners. Each week we'll bring business, educational and inspirational topics to aid anyone with ties to the beauty industry. We will have a revolving series of hosts pulling from industry leaders as hosts and guests to keep things lively and interesting and make you wonder what's coming next. Now, here's this week's edition of ICA Podcast 9. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening to this podcast. Uh, this is the Intercoffee America Canada podcast, and we're so excited today to have one of the members of Intercoffee and his name is Jeff South, and he's in Atlanta, Georgia. So Jeff, I would like for you to introduce yourself. Just tell us you know, about your salon and how many people you have that's on your team and just so many of the things that you do as an innovative way of keeping everybody educated, but yet still enjoying every moment of it. Sure, Sheila. Thank you. And thank you for having me on this podcast because sharing is really, I mean, the, the, you've got the saying, sharing is caring. You know, I wouldn't be where I am if 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 others didn't share with me. So it's it's very valuable um, to do this. And um, to tell a little bit about my salon, I've, I've a second generation hairdresser. I have a salon just outside of Atlanta. I've got 25 hairdressers, plus or minus a couple here and there. Um, so we're we're a busy busy place. We do about 120 clients a day. We stay busy. We're one location. We all cut and color hair, and we've got such a great team, a young, progressive team. And we've gone through some transition over the last couple of years. I, I know last year we, we lost 16 stylists through this um, transition going on, but we picked them back up, and this, this year is even better. Because what we've done, which I think is somewhat unique, it's letting go of this command and control. I think for such a long time in my salon, I always wanted to have that command and control of everything. But now I've, I've learned how to just let that go and, and try different things and, you know, let the team really kind of help develop the salon and take responsibility. You know, and I've got to let go of, of being the smartest guy in the room. I, I've got, I had to let go of that. You know, the idea, I can't do that. It's like AI on booking appointments or, you know, how to get rid of the front desk and, and change that up you know, how the, the PTO and the bonus structure works, um, you know, stop saying this won't work here because we all have these barriers all the time in our head. And this, this book I just read a couple of months ago, it's called Trust and Inspire by Stephen Covey. I mean, reading is so important. And that that is really what has made my salon business great because I keep changing. I, you have to change. There was a book years ago and maybe many of you have heard about it. It's called Who Moved My Cheese? And there was two points in that book that I I remember, I live it every day. If you don't change, you can become extinct. Um, that is one, and you always have to be looking for something different and have the courage to take that step forward. So that is really, that's kind of the basis of intrigue. We're always trying different things and we're always, it's okay to make mistakes. You know, I think a lot of us all the time, we're thinking, oh, we can't make a mistake of this and that, but we train our hairstylists because we have a training program if you're not making mistakes, if you never make a mistake on a haircut, if you never make a mistake doing a color or balayage, trying, you're not doing anything different. It's easy to do the same thing 
again and again, we have to get and stay out of our comfort zone a lot. And that's what intrigue is, is really all about. And we don't give up. We keep going. You know, and success is what we make it. And success at Intrigue Salon is, is killing it. Next year is going to be a tremendous year. This year has been a tremendous year. Um, it's, it's a great thing. You know, one of the most important parts of, of my career is my phone. And let me explain yeah. that. You know, and it's not Instagram. It's not Facebook. I'm not looking at that. A little bit, of course, we have to pay attention to that. It's important to show your work, you know, as a lookbook. But my phone is about my connections. You know, my friends in the industry. You know, I, I've decided that you've got to have a phone. You've got to have two ears. That's all you need. And you've got to have the right connections. It's like you, Sheila, and all the other members of Inequafura and around my community and salon community in Atlanta. We all, we all get along great. And we have these really authentic conversations. And that's, that's so important. Don't you agree? I totally do. And, you know, I think that most people have forgotten that <clears throat> a salon is really the foundation of being successful because you come out of school and you don't know everything. You never know everything. So you always have to be around the right people and the right influences to be successful. And it's not just successful for a few years, but look at you, you're a, you're a legacy, your father, mother, who was in the industry before you, your father? Yeah, my father. Yeah, my mother had your a father in the salon. Yeah. And, and so, you know, they taught you about the love of the beauty business. And I think that because the ones of us that uh, are legacy or been around for a while, we love the industry so much, we want to pa pass that passion on. And so I think that some of the, the students and some of the people who've gotten in the business and they're pulling out because they thought they couldn't make money, I think they just were not told that they needed to seek out a mentor. And I know that from the first day I met you, that's that was your one key word about you were always being mentored. You were always willing to mentor. So talk about some of the people in your life that has really um, given you a, a better direction or helped you be as successful as you are. I think it goes back when I was when I was in high school. My dad had a salon. He was my stepdad. And I remember going in that salon and just being super, super busy. And I'm thinking, this is a great business because that always kind of inspired me to do that. And, I, you know, I played football and all of that. You know, working in a hair salon, I wasn't sure if that was for me, but I really saw the potential of that. So I went to hair school. And then when I, I got out of school, I'm thinking, I'm starting to really enjoy this. This is phenomenal. And um, I got out of school. And then, of course, you know, like many of us, we think we know everything out of school and we're going to be rock stars and that not. And um, so it didn't work out that well. So I started like my self-esteem started going down. My skill set wasn't where it was. I saw other stylists doing better work than me. And the one of the number one people in my life that's affected me, and it's, it's, she, she, I've told her many times, but Anne Bray, she really kind of pulled me under her wing. She's a very successful, internationally known stylist, the best, one of the best in the world. And um, I worked yes. for her for six months in Alabama, and that just got that self-esteem back and the skill set. And like, I was ready to go at that point. And I just started just working, working like crazy because I enjoyed it so much when you're confident and you're enjoying what you're doing and you feel like you're doing great work. And um, we have, here's, I mean, so sidebar here. If you do bad work and you're just trying to get by with it, at Intrigue, we call that dirty money. 
and that will mess with your karma. <laughs> I like that. Dirty, Dirty money, money is not good. So do a good job. So that that was one. And there was another instance. It was around it was around 2000, 1999. So important to go to different hair events. And you know, more than one or two. There's there's literally dozens and dozens you can go to around the country and in your own city, I'm sure. I went to this, it's called the Salon Association years ago. And there was a hairdresser. Now he's one of my dear friends, uh, Van Council. And um, he's on stage. He's pitching everything out about his business. At this time, he had multi-million dollar business. And he was on stage in front of a big, big audience. And he goes, I'm going to lay everything out. I'm going to tell you all what to do, tell you how you can make have a great career. You can be a great stylist. I, I'll tell you all that. But odds are not one of you will do it. And that minute right there, that very minute, I knew I was going to do it. And that was, I guess that was 22 years ago or so, 23, 24. And that's at that point when I decided I had that purpose, I knew it was going to happen. My career soared. You know, I, I built a salon for myself. You know, I did everything possible that laid out in that footprint. So I knew that was going to work. And then as time goes on in the community here in Atlanta, there was someone else, another dear friend, Candy uh, Shaw Codner. And um, this is a great story. She tells it all the time too. And it's, I, I know it to be true. So I'm hiring someone. Um, they want to come from her salon. And I, I thought, well, I don't know if this is right. I was still somewhat new into the industry. I think I just got a call and just see if she's okay with it. I just had a, a feeling about it. And that phone call, she just was blown away that here's a guy that she didn't even know calling her just to make sure it's okay, just because I believe in community so much. After that, and he did, she said, sure. After that, we become great friends, it's connections with that. And from that, it kept growing. And then I built this thing called Club Intrigue in the city where all these stylists get together and um from that, I blossomed even more because it really is about the people. I mean, going into and working in a busy salon that's that's just energetic when you walk in, everyone's friendly, it's a lot going on. It just it makes me really happy. And it's not because it's it's busy, but it's just the energy. You know, we all need this right. energy. And it's it, it if it's slower on a day, you know, it drives me nuts. I like to be in, I can feel the energy the very first moment I walk in the door. And I think but that's you know, what the, most want. We are so fortunate working in an industry that when you walk in and you start watching someone who's really got a passion and they've, they've really excelled in their craft of cutting or color placement or whatever. And they're just, they're so busy and yet they don't seem hectic or tired. And you're going, oh my gosh, it's like listen to a beautiful symphony. And I just, I think that, that we're probably about the only industry that we can actually say that, that we can work all day, enjoy every moment and not be that tired mentally, physically, or emotionally at the end of the day when we're doing it right. There's nothing like doing a great job. I, I do a few clients. I do some VIPs that come in this line, but I'm not actively doing clients every 30 and 45 minutes um, every day. And um my job is to go in and cheerlead all the, the stylists that have gone through a slight training when they get out of school to make sure they know color very well and they know how to communicate with the clients. When they when they go on the styling floor at Intrigue Salon, they are booked. They're busy from day one. 
Um, and there's nothing like watching them progress and grow. And when they get their first promotion, everything's laid out so they know what they have to do, their journey. And when they reach that, you can just see it on their face. It is it's the most amazing thing ever to see someone grow. That's that's what really turns me on and that's what keeps me in the business. Yeah, I totally agree. It's it's like turning the the baton over to the next generation. And and you really want to leave the industry in better place than when you came into it. And then hopefully they'll pick up the same passion and help the other people coming in that's even newer. So um, tell me about uh, your involvement in Interquafure. When did you join and what encouraged you to be um, a member? And I mean, I could talk about you all day to a lot of people about what you've done and all that, but I want to hear it from you. How has it influenced your life? You know, I, even through when I was in hair school or cosmetology school, I remember hearing about it and thinking it's not achievable to me. I remember stylists coming over from this famous stylist here in Atlanta now, and I'm from England. And I remember him training and he was talking about getting in that and who owned the school that I was at. He wanted to be a member. And I remember hearing about that. I'm thinking, man, if they're, if they're worried about this for me, I just, I just can't imagine me ever being on such a prestigious organization. I just cannot imagine having that honor. And as time went on, I guess five years, six years ago, you know, once again, my, my, uh, my mentors here in Atlanta and, and around the country now at this point, you know, they're saying you need to be a part of this just for the fact that it's broadens, it broadens the community, you know, that broadens that community. And I'm all about data. I like information. I always look at both sides of the story. I like to hear everything, you know, and process it myself because we've got to be able to measure stuff. We've got to be able to move forward. We've got to pay attention to everybody. We've got to be a pay, pay attention to our competitors, but we even still, we still have to pay more attention to what we're doing. Um, so that's that's the premise of Inequafure is that, that I don't want to say fellowship because it really is, it's an organization. I feel like I can call and I know I can because I do. I can call any member and I know I can call any member around the, in the, around the world even. I can get information. I can go in a salon, any state, any country. If I, if I go into Inequafure salon, I'll be welcomed with the arms open. And I think that's, that's just a really neat thing because, you know, there's nothing else that we're, I'm a part of that's like that. I can't think of that. Right. Um, so so that's, that's do you, so you feel like it's open doors for you and, um, and also the team members that you've brought, do you think it's broadened their uh, scope of how fabulous and wonderful this industry is to make them a little bit more passionate and proud? It makes them, it, it makes them more passionate, but it gives them pride also that their salon is a member of Interquafure. And it lets them know that they're in one of the best salons in the world that are because they're a part of that organization. Because it's not, I don't know if the listeners know, but they... There's more than just saying you want to be a member and signing up and moving in. You know, they they make sure you're the quality of a salon that that fits into the organization and the quality of person, we'll say. So, Jeff, if I wanted to come to work for you, uh, tell me the process that I would go through. I mean, could I uh, come in, fill out an application? Um, just run me through so that anybody that's listening out in this um, beauty world 
that they're looking for an intercultural salon to work for, just give them a general idea because I think you are definitely a representative of what we all do in our salons and how we go about it. But just sort of walk walk through and um, and just give the time frame and everything like that and what you look for in hiring. Sure. So generally there's there's two ways you end up at Intrigue. It's either or three ways, I guess, your referral through a manufacturer, someone's moving in from out of state, or you're in a hair school someplace, or you just see an ad and, and one of the, the many recruitment sites. So what happens, you'll, you'll connect through one of those, or you can connect through our Facebook page or website generally is great because there's a form, and then you'll get a call back, and we'll get you in within a, a day or two, and just do a an interview, an informal interview, you get a tour, we take you around and just see your level of interest, see if you're interested in the salon. Um, in Atlanta, we have we have traffic, you know, so a lot of times if you're driving over an hour, it's like, no, nah, you're not sure if that's the right place. So it kind of opens that up. So anyway, if there's interest on that, then we get you to come back, you know, within a week and you just hang out in the salon for half a day. We give you a time, you be here at nine, and you can leave at noon. If you want to stay longer, you can and just assist around, hang out, you know, enjoy, feel the energy because that's so important to energy and get the vibe. And um, after that point, this is someone that's already trained to Sheila. So they've already, they've already you're doing hair or they've been through school. And then at that point they say, Hey, I really like this place. And we go, we, we kind of like you too. Can you come in and do a model? So the next thing we have them come in, bring a model, color, highlights, we just leave it up to them. And I always tell them, don't do something you normally don't do. If you've never done a balayage, don't come in and do a balayage because it looks cool. No, come in and just do something you're comfortable. So we're really not even looking at the skill level. We're looking at the professionalism and how they talk to their client and how they interact with the team. No one's hanging over them. No one's watching. They think we're watching their haircut so precise. We're not. You know, so it's so important to see that interaction because everyone can be trained, everybody. And um, so we watch that. So then like, oh, that's that's a nice. We had someone coming the other day. She did a, a gentleman's haircut, looked fantastic. She's still, you know, she needs training in color. So then we have a conversation about, you know, you're going to have to go through training. You know, you'll be a protege since you've already been through school. Your work was really good, but, you know, you need at least six months training you know, and it could go up to a year. And at that point, you'll assist um, one person. And from there, you'll learn that and you'll come to class every week. And then at some point from there, then we'll start integrating you to work on Saturdays. So you'll do clients on Saturdays and it's, it's going to be men's haircuts, blow dries, things like that, to let, let you get away and do your own thing so we can see how you interact again. And then when all that starts working, you start seeing your business grow just on a Saturday. We know you're going to be great. And then we just set you free. And that's that's how it works out. And the way, you know, of course, you'll get a salary. You're getting paid to be an assistant and you get paid when you're training. You know, when you go on the floor, you get you get commission. And right. um, that's worked really well for us. I probably so, left something out. <laughs> so tell me, uh, let's talk about you. Uh, I know that you ride motorcycles. I know that you're a yachtsman. I know that 
you do a lot of active things. So tell me a little bit about what really stimulates you and your life and um, things that you do to either unwind or be motivated. Just tell me a little thing so that I would know who Jeff South is. I enjoy, you're right, I do enjoy sailing and I'd really enjoy motorcycles. Um, I love hanging out with my fiance, Bonnie. I mean, I'd love deep conversations. I love having conversations with my friend Karen or Nick or Trevor. Um, that's what inspires me, deep conversations. And it can be way outside of the, in the hair industry. I love that. I love sitting down, having a glass of wine. I love getting on the phone and talking to people. Love going on walks. Um, I love reading. I, I, I read a lot for uh, financial information, financial news, things along that. I like trading in the stock market, unfortunately. Um, there's so many great things to unwind. To unwind, I just, I just, I can unwind pretty easy, you know, because I think I was so wound up with my business. I worked myself 12 hours a day, like many of us do. And um, so now I like to go in, I to relax, I go into the salon. As weird as that sounds, I yeah. like that social interaction. I relax. If I want to go to deep relaxation, I go up there on a Sunday and just sit around and fix stuff. Well, I've known you for quite a few years, and I have to say, you're one of the few that is so even keel and always up and always engaging. And um, I think I think you're just such a great representation of what our industry is about and what salon owners should be like. And uh, also, you know, I admire you so much for your uh, dedication to passing on uh, your passion and making sure that everybody that you're around is successful. So give me um, a few of your tips of just where you see the industry is going to be and maybe some few changes that not, I mean, it doesn't have to be exact, just where you think is the industry's going in the next few years? Do you think it's going to be more skincare? It's going to be, you know, a bigger emphasis on haircutting. Do you feel like that? Just where do you think our industry is going? I think it's it's really through the the whole COVID thing and this the, the sweet rentals and things like that. I think stylists are going to come back to the salons. I see it happening already, and I talk to my friends. I I see it's coming back around. And um, I think there's going to be a lot of great technology we're already seeing in, in our salon, AI. We're working with that. And we're getting smarter on how to book and how to get people booking online. So they're not, it's not that front desk needs to go away. And um, there's, there's so much. I think there's going to be some more technology innovation we haven't seen in uh, quite some time. And I, th I think there's going to be some remarkable innovation coming out here. Um, you know, it's about just being focused on what we want to happen. You know, I, I want, I know exactly where I want my salon to be next year. I know exactly how I'm going to do it. You know, I'm not going to give up. I never do. You know, we were just shut down for a month in Georgia and we just, we just kept going. Um, yeah. But what else? The training is still so important. I think as far as the young entrepreneurs out there that have gone through school, I think they'll, they'll really see the value of, of doing hair and the industry, because there's so much they can do. They can, you can do hair. I, I can see, I can see them if they want to go and do fashion week and shows, 
or if they want to go work for a manufacturer, if they want to go and join a union and do movies. I mean, there's so many, do they want to work for a product development? They want to work for a lab. There's, there's so many avenues. They can go into sales. Um, they can be a, a CEO of a company, general manager of a, 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 you know, any type of skincare company or manufacturer. I mean, there's so many opportunities. You know, we just have to think big and focus on what we want to happen and it can happen. I know that you're really, you've mentioned several times community and connection and collaboration with fellow people and other people in the industry. So uh, is there anything else that you'd like to throw out to the universe uh, through this podcast? I mean, fellow salon owners or to students, any words of wisdom? I think the words of wisdom to those listening on the podcast for a younger hairstylist really look in the mirror and if you're doing a great job look in that mirror and go great job you know but you've got to always be moving forward you've got to always have a plan so be sure you have that and because it's a it's a long-term plan you know don't don't stop you know be the best you can and for the more seasoned hairdressers you know that have had salon salon owners I think it's a, it's about, you know, you've always got to be able to change. You've got to change. You know, there's a lot of times we're a little nervous about changing. It won't work here. Or, you know, there's some sort of barrier that's stopping you. You know, you just have to move forward, you know, and take that step to be courageous. You've got to do it. And um, we'll all be happy and successful together. You know, it's, I'm a believer. It's not in what you got is who you're with. Oh, you've also, said that I'm so often. Then everyone's the same. And for me, you can ask any of my friends. I don't care if you're working in a, a bathroom attendant or if you're the president of the largest manufacturer in the world. To me, everyone's the same, except certain people deserve more respect. Yes, I hear you say that all the time, and you're so true to your word. So, I um, I am so happy that you took the time to be able to be on this podcast and. I am um, grateful to call you a friend and I'm very honored. So, and also I am very, very, very happy that you're part of Intercoffure because you're definitely one of the reasons that Intercoffure is such a great place to be a part of. And so thank you. And, you. you know, I'm gonna shoot, I will put your address uh, out with, we put out the podcast. So if anybody needs to contact you, they can. And maybe they can um, maybe come to Atlanta and work with you. I would love it. I would love to meet anyone, anyone and everyone. Well, thank you so much, Jeff. Pleasure always. And I'll see you soon. Thank you, Sheila. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for the ICA Podcast 9 podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for more industry insight and information. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast too and share it with your friends in the industry. Our only goal is to bring people together and share information with those that need it. Intercoiffure America Canada is proud to be the voice for salon owners. For more information about us, visit intercoiffure.com. That's intercoiffure.com.